My man, it has, like, literally, this has been, yeah, yeah. Let's give him a hand, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this has been the, <laughs> the longest week in a while for me, and it's simply because, and I remember this statement you made last week that made me laugh so hard. You said, hey, I'm just looking forward to a week where I don't have to measure the, measure the temperature in Kelvin. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this, this is warm killer, out. dude. It is warm out. Uh, hello again, everybody. Yep, Aaron coming to you from Fisher, or I'm I'm not in oh, Fisher. Oh, I'm in Warfleet. Uh, Evan is. Are in you Fisher's. doing like are you having like a astral yeah. projection? Well, I have it. Yeah, you know, look, I used to live there. Uh, you know, sometimes want to be back there just for the roads. Um, uh, hey, there you go. <laughs> the roads are much smoother. <laughs> um, right at the top of the show, I want to want to address something real quick. <laughs> Uh, the Egyptian pharaoh in the room. Uh, wah, wah, last, yeah, wah. last week. Yeah, where, where's, where's our? Uh... Yeah, yeah, we both, we both like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We so, on that one. Last week, uh, if you watched us <laughs> and and made it more than halfway through the show, good on you. Oh man! Uh, yeah, but. <laughs> But uh, while discussing uh, the, you know, uh, I believe it was Group F um, yes, yes, predictions yes. and uh, possibilities for the World Cup, um, we talked about uh, Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. And very casually uh, and very confidently, uh, I mentioned that Mo Salah uh, plays for Morocco. And, uh, folks, I honestly... I, I wish I could say I was like reading something right beforehand that mentioned him. I don't know what. Yeah, maybe you noticed that we do drink on the show. <laughs> so it was possibly that, but um, I have no explanation. It was just brain went somewhere else. Um, I know most law plays for Egypt. I know Egypt didn't qualify for the World Cup. I even watched the uh, CAF final yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, I... and the World Cup playoff in which they got beat <laughs> twice on penalties. Uh, and Mosala missed. I think he missed a penalty at least one of them. Uh, well, laser folks, pointers, I'm sorry. dude. Laser I, pointer. Come on. I'm I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've friends uh, who are Egyptian, uh, friends who are Moroccan, uh, and I can tell the difference. Um, yeah. <laughs> mainly because one's a lot taller than the other, but still, um, just my bad, folks. I know better. I made a mistake. Oh. Um, doesn't change Aaron. my prediction. Morocco's not going through. Uh, well. Um, you know, and, 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 here, and to, to to be fair, to be fair, okay, um, I, I did also say that um, Hakeem Zayek was the reason why I'm picking Morocco. Um, it, it's it's he actually has he had at one point opted out of playing with them. I think that yeah. they're trying to trying to negotiate to get him back on the team, but it's not a done deal. And uh, so I'm I'm chalking it up to. Um, the the wonderful wonderful malted beverage that we yeah. uh, consume quite a bit, my friend. So yes, that's, that's what Indeed. I'm going with. Indeed. So, <laughs> cheers to that. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Oh, wow. So, um, man, moving on to yes. uh, things that are actually happening right now. Mm -hmm. uh, there are multiple tournaments going on. Uh, oh, and, yeah. and oh yeah. And have just completed or are about ju to just begin. Um, but a vast majority of them are, are women's tournaments. Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, Women's Month uh, has passed, but this is truly going to be a month for women to yep. be center stage. Uh, close to home, we've got the uh, CONCACAF Women's Championship going on. Monterey. U.S. got out to uh, a good start against Haiti. We'll discuss that in a minute. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, UEFA uh, 
Europa, I'm sorry, the UEFA women's uh, tournament started today as well. Um, and uh, that was uh, England versus Austria at a sold-out Old Trafford, which is just That's amazing, awesome. Dude. That is um, amazing. We'll, we'll talk about that game in a little bit. And then uh, I believe the uh, women's CF, uh, African Cup of Nations, uh, begins, has begun. Oh, okay. Yes, I believe I thought it, it was next be- week. Oh, is it next week? My fault. I'm, I, I, I'm trying to look it up because I don't want to get it wrong. Uh, okay. I just knew that it was coming up. Um, my internet is fast. Oh, your um, internet. <laughs> my internet is fast. Oh, no, uh, no, no. It started July, yesterday. Yes, it has started. Friend. It has started July 2nd through July 23rd. So oh, yeah, um, get on livesoccer.com. I'm pimping them out because I use it all the time uh, to get the latest and greatest on what time uh, all of those games uh, in each of those tournaments mm-hmm. uh, will be kicking off and what networks you can watch them on. I know that uh, pretty much if you get Fubo, uh, you get a lot of access. I don't know anybody who has that. Uh, it seems kind of expensive. Yeah. Um, the Women's Zero was on uh, uh, ESPN2 today, and I think they're carrying a variety of games. Cool. And uh, obviously the U.S. Women's National Team is typically either on ESPN or FS1. I can't remember. I think mm-hmm. it's Fox has the CONCACAF tournaments. Um, so be sure to catch those. Uh, Evan, you're wearing the U.S. jersey. Uh, yes, I am. They have stars above the crest. Yes. And, um, Going what, for five, baby. What, what do you think about uh, the U.S.'s performance so far? And mm-hmm. uh, do, you, do you expect them to uh, kind of walk through CONCACAF here? So um, answer to the last question, uh, no. No, I don't expect them to walk through. I expect them to, to win. Um, I think that that is probably something that a lot of people um, expect. But but two things I want to say. Um, number one, I I love the fact that the U.S. women's team they do not rebuild; they just literally reload. Um, there are so many incredible young women coming you know coming out of that squad right now who are who are cementing their spot. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as starting, um, you know, I mean, you know, obviously Christy Mewis is there. She's kind of, um, you know, sophomore-ish, junior-ish type person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have Purse playing in the middle who scored uh, from a beautiful, beautiful cross from mm-hmm. Rapino. Um, I, I love the way this squad looks. Yeah. I really do. This squad is, it's as, it's as good a squad as any. In my opinion, um, mm-hmm. you know, as far as the the women's team has uh, has fielded, um, the second thing is um, everybody who um, you know said that, and I want to preface this. Okay, I want to preface it. Um, Alex Morgan is thirty three years old, um, but I've heard so many people say, "Oh my gosh, you know, is she getting too old? Is she getting you know?" Uh, well, when you start. I need people to get off of Alex Morgan's nuts because she, yes, it was, yes, I, I get it. I get it. We, we played, um, um, hate was it Haiti that we played. Mm-hmm. Yes, I get it. We played Haiti, but, but she is such a dominant player, dude. I mean, yeah. she is amazing to see how she works in, in the box, see how, you know, how she's there and, mm-hmm. and everything that's going on. I mean, she is a, formidable player and yeah. it's one of the greatest if not possibly the greatest to set foot 
on the pitch um, for the U.S. women's team. Um, I'm saying it. I, I'm just How saying old is it. she now? 33. She's 33, okay. man. And and I just I think we saw we saw what she can continue to do despite despite getting older. That's yeah. That's my take from that match. I think that the U.S. did what they had to do. I love the game plan of bringing in you know Mewis and and Rapino and. You know, a couple of other you know would be starters. I love that game plan of bringing them in the second half to kind of control the match, um, and, and that's exactly what they did. Uh, Rapino showed you what she could do um, with fresh legs against semi-fresh legs, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think that's a huge thing to take in consideration um, going into uh, the World Cup in a couple mm-hmm. of years. So, well, every team needs to have veteran players of you know quite a few varieties i mean sometimes you just want to have a player there because they're what their personality brings to the team and they may not mm-hmm. get a lot of time but they're very integral you know yeah that that last season or so at chelsea john terry was playing far less but he was around mm-hmm. for a very specific reason because he was still a leader and yes. i think rapino is going to remain a leader even as her minutes shrink because you know her her powers are waning you know she's she's visibly a bit slower than she was sure. but she can still drop dimes on people oh and i guarantee you she's a really 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 pivotal voice in that locker room when it comes to alex morgan i mean look I, as long as she shows up and contributes to goals on a soccer field she's she's showing her absolute value and that's the beauty of a player that gets older and understands, you know, the the changes that do occur. You know, Cristiano Ronaldo is the exception to the rule. But True. you look at a guy like a Ryan Giggs, who was known his entire career long as being a, you know, speedy winger, trickster out on the wing, would take you apart. In the last few years of his career, he was largely playing a much more central role or as a withdrawn forward, very much controlling the game, simply because he'd develop that level of experience. And I think you're going to see more of that out of both these players. Rapino is going to be playing. You know, she she still wants to get up and down that wing, but what she's really going to be good at is dictating the pace of the game. And Alex Morgan is going to be probably a little bit more withdrawn. But as you said, there, there's no rebuilding. They just keep coming. They just keep coming through. We've got so many top-level players that are making a name for themselves. I mean, I, I would love to have Ayo. Uh, come and discuss more about that top 50 list because yeah. um you know the the best the best women's players for the United States were the youngsters I mean I think Alex still made that list and there I think there were only six but I think the rest of them were all you know they're coming through making a name for themselves now mm-hmm. so you know I I think um that's been the beauty of this team um and I think the leadership of players like that will let the younger ones know hey you do have to de- evolve your game develop your game you can't you know p- people have closed the gap on the united states we are not head and shoulders sure. above everybody the way we used right. to be right but you know hey brazil argentina italy germany france i mean these these are classic men's national sides that we know of for a reason they're the ones that have won multiple world cups and as mm-hmm. as the rest of the world has closed the gap as 
the, the United States and Mexico and Japan and Korea and some of the smaller European uh, teams have managed to close the gap, they're still on top. Those teams are still mm -hmm. up there. So the U.S. is following that same mold of keep just keep bringing them through. This is our process. This is how we do, and we will evolve as we need to. So future's bright. I do think we're going to probably waltz through CONCACAF here. Mm -hmm. um, definitely going to qualify for the World Cup. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. So, um, you know, I it's exciting. It, it really is exciting. Yeah. You know, um, I just want to shout out uh, the, the one actually. No, I don't want to shout out. But the one thing I wanted to mention was is that the the ability to calm the entire team that Megan Rapinoe has mm -hmm. um, when when she got that. I think she was delivered a ball actually by purse. I think purse tried to give her the ball back on the on the left side and um, she played it a little long. And 99 out of 100 players, I don't care if you're a man or woman, um, 99 out of 100 players would have just, you know, the, the play would have been dead. She stopped on a dime, turned around, and calmly, calmly found purse. Mm -hmm. um, it, for me, that, like I said, Alex Morgan's two goals, awesome. She's, she deserved them. She deserved them. Um but that one right there showed, like you said, the leadership, the poise, and the calming ability that a leader like Rapino has on the pitch to say, okay, yeah, I may have missed that or I may have messed that up, but keep coming because I'm going to find you. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a key element that that other clubs, like you said, yes, the U.S., you know what, the, the gap is, is getting smaller. Mm -hmm. But the U.S., they're doing all the right things to make sure there's still a gap. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's it's uncanny to see uh, these these uh, young ladies play, and and I enjoy watching them. I really do, man. Well, you know, I, I'm looking at the current roster right now, and it is a, a perfect mixture. Uh, I'm also I think there are a lot of women who can play to what would be considered later stages than men can, simply because of the difference in the wear and tear on mm -hmm. the bodies. Um, and, and just the nature of the game itself, right? Right. right. Uh, e even the physical side of the women's game is nowhere near as nasty as the physical side of the men's game gets, mm -hmm. you know, notwithstanding some really fun videos on YouTube. Um, <laughs> right. But I'm, 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 I'm seeing plenty of people on the left side of 30. And, mm. yeah, you know, we've, mm. we've got – Becky Sauerbrunn at 37, and we got Megan Rapino at 37. Mm -hmm. But Becky's the captain and still doing exactly what she needs <laughs> to be doing out there, and she's bringing in the youngsters really nicely. Yep. And look, even in the last World Cup, Megan knew her body was not going to be able to play all of those games. Mm -hmm. So she understands. It's, she seems to understand the role that she has, and a big part of that is helping these young ladies develop into tremendous women yeah. on and off the field. And, yep. you know, it, Megan Rapinoe and um, Simone Biles put up for the Presidential Medal of uh, a Freedom Award, yes. you know, the, the highest yes. civilian award in the country. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, somebody had that audacity that, you know, ask what for. Um, oh, and, and, and I saw that. I saw that. Some people just can't be explained to. I don't quite get it um, because they are – 
elite level athletes um, that are doing more than just their sport. And I think yeah. that says a lot about them. So, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna choose that that person was just literally asking what for in that you know in, in, anyway, um, these these athletes deserve us to watch their mm. matches. Which, by the way, tomorrow night, um, I think at seven, um, they uh, the U.S. Women's National Team's in action uh, playing Jamaica. Uh, so, guys, gals, listen, we need to be watching this because once again. If you want to see really good soccer in one of Aaron's favorite favorite venues, Monterey. Um, well, they're not in Monterey yet, but that's where mm. – are, are they? Are they playing in Monterey? If they're playing Jamaica, I somehow doubt it. Although, I mean, I don't – got to be honest. This has hmm. to be a home and away. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. They won't so. play there until – but eventually, because I both, both of us predict that they'll be there. Guys, this is going to be a great CONCACAF. For the final, dude. The finals I mean, in a, Monterey? I think so. I'm not aware of that. I don't see. I'm I, I'm woefully underknowledged, if you no. will, uh, <laughs> as, as to not. the complexities of this particular competition because okay. I do mainly watch the World Cup. So, so I'm going. I'm going to show Given you the opportunity to watch a lot of games like this. I mean, if you no. think about it, it, it it's awesome that this is happening and the the way it's opening up. You know, the the fact that I mean, you. It would have been unheard of not that long ago that the you you know the game was even on TV to watch England versus Austria in in right. the Euro today, right? And now it was on it was on ESPN two at three o'clock in the afternoon, like a good World Cup game, like like we should yeah. be watching right now instead of having to wait till fucking November. But yeah. sorry, it, it, it not is for what kids. It, uh, that's all right. That's all right. Hey, I'm going to share this with you as a hype. Okay, this is this is this is what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you have to get hype with this. Uh, here we go. It's that oh, time man. again. The quest for a fifth star begins now, and the road to Down Under goes through Monterey, Mexico. You know some no. of the legends are still doing their thing. A hat trick yeah. for Alex Morgan! But the next generation is looking to add their names to the history books. Smith has the hat trick! And this summer, the stakes are sky high. As your U.S. Women's National Team competes to qualify for the World Cup and the Olympics. We know how hard it is to win on foreign soil during qualifying. I mean, it's just, it kicks it off. Paris and then going to the World Cup, yeah. And in Mexico, we'll be battling more than just the competition on the field. The crowds, the elements, the expectations. Eight teams, two chances to qualify. One nation, one team. Here we go. One, two, three. There you go. Is that tomorrow night? You said. I think it's tomorrow night. Um, Let's Thursday, know. or is it? I'm looking for it. I want to be good. So, um, but yeah, no. Uh, these guys. Um, let's see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tomorrow at seven. Uh, playing Jamaica, and then Monday. U.S. versus Mexico. Oh wow. man, that's nice. gonna be huge. Monday at 10 p.m. 
You know, I, <laughs> I spoke too soon about live soccer because I'll be honest, I use their app all the time, but their website's terrible. <laughs> so, Sorry. ladies and gentlemen, that takes us to our next section. Um, last week was supposed to be a short show, Aaron, so I, I'm going to try and keep us within task this week. Um, that brings us, unless you want to talk about the women's team or anything like that anymore, that brings us to, I believe, the halftime shot, my friend. Um, all I was going to say uh, is that uh, I did watch uh, England-Austria today. Yes. And uh, England are uh, uh, one of the favorites for the tournament. Um, they Austria gave them a little bit of trouble. They certainly did not just completely dominate the match. They certainly had a lot of possession, but they did get exposed a few times. I think they'll expect to play a little bit better. Um, it was a good goal, came early, came through a lot of good early pressure. Um, England just came out of the blocks hot, but it just didn't really continue to eat up the field the way you would have expected them to. Mm -hmm. And I think they're going to be disappointed in the performance. Austria can come away from it thinking, hey, that, that really wasn't that bad if we had taken maybe one or two of those opportunities that they had a little bit better uh, could have come away with at least a point so mm -hmm. um, you know I think <clears throat> mainly you, you you see that what England tries to do and, and how they you know pin and, and, and hold position on the field and they sure. just didn't really um, do it in the way I've, I've seen them perform before at previous mm -hmm. World Cups and, and things like that. So um, let me real quick. Okay. Because I, I think I think early on, um, let's see, yes, tomorrow uh, there's one game, Norway and Northern Ireland, mm -hmm. and then uh, they start two a day from that point on. Okay. Uh, Spain, Finland, Germany, Denmark. Uh, that should be a pretty good game. Portugal, Switzerland, Netherlands, Sweden, Belgium, Iceland, and France, Italy taking Ooh, you into the weekend. Wow. So, wow. yeah, some, some, some big matchups early on. Um, we'll see uh, how they all handle it. Um, it was Very on good. ESPN2 today, uh, so I would encourage you to look similar places. Probably on uh, the uh, ESPN app would be a good place to look as well because I'm guessing Wimbledon is going to take precedent as they move toward the sure. semifinals and finals here. Uh, sure. Some good matches. Yeah, man. Um, I've actually got my eye on that Friday, July 15th, 3 p.m. match. Northern Ireland versus England. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. That... <laughs> it's like a... Uh, might, uh. Have some, might have some fireworks <laughs> that day. I need to step away real quick. I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um... I tell you, it is uh, it is amazing to see all the matches that are going on. And ladies and gentlemen, we are now at halftime. Um, my, Hard to get a shot without a shot. Yeah, yeah, you got to do a shot, man. You got to have it. Um, my halftime shot has to go to, um, you know, um, Ms. Blue, uh, mm. who is um, home rehabilitating, or as she says, a la um, um, Tupac, uh, convalescing. Uh, yes. She is convalescing right now uh, from a uh, surgery, and she's uh, doing well, kicking ass, and uh, she's doing great. So uh, to Ms. Blue, here's to you. What do you got yeah. for us, my friend? Um, well, you know, I, 
I I think I'm I'm going to punt a little bit and just say, um, you know, first off, to her, uh, I, I know I know that was a, a tough one. That's an invasive surgery. Um, so best speedy recovery. Hope everything goes well. Uh, dig the new cart. Um, <laughs> the cart. You get toys when you get hurt. It's kind of fun. Well, well you um, know, we named we named the Walker. Well, I I, I put forth. You know, she has to use Walker. I, I said, why can't we name it Street? Ooh, um, I like. Yeah. It. I I thought Mabel just because it sounded kind of. There you go. Fun, but anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, but this is this is to uh, all the women out there competing in these tournaments. It's amazing that yep. they're finally getting uh, the spotlight that they deserve. Uh, there's been more um, federate confederations following in the U.S.'s footsteps as far as the pay equality, mm-hmm. and it's going to make a huge difference toward the professionalism of the women's game. And yep. you know, I I can remember when you know the nba didn't have the aura that it has now that mm, that mm. they didn't show you know playoff games in real time they'd be tape delayed it did not have that so all of these sports take time and it's a shame that the women have always been behind in this but it is yeah. amazing to see it finally getting there um and you know hopefully uh, it continues and uh yeah. hopefully um Along those lines, uh, we can start to figure out how to bring Brittany Griner home. Yes, absolutely. Because uh, that's a, this is a travesty, and uh, no matter, uh, you know, the, I, I, she's being used as a political pawn, and it's unfortunate. So yep. to all the women yep. out there on the front lines doing it in sports and uh, getting in trouble for it, uh, this one's to you. All of y'all are Wonder Women. Damn right. Slanky. Hmm. See, this is the part of the podcast where we start going wrong. You know, why don't the 76ers bring Julius Irving in off the bench? I mean, my God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, along those lines, then, uh, is it time for World Cup Group G analysis? It is time. Okay. It is time. Uh, Group G this week consists of Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Mm. Yeah. Evan, I'm going to let you go first because I, I have some interesting, strange-ish thoughts here. Um, but I but I want to let you go first this time and uh, see who you've landed with. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let me uh, pull up my good old qualification chart because I want to make sure that, you know, that I'm represented correctly here because we're betting on this thing, man. I'm just right. saying. Um, okay. Please. If you would, my friend, read through that again. Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Well, I think the obvious one here, you know, you've got Brazil. Mm-hmm. And Brazil is going to make it in. They're, they're going to make it to the, <laughs> to the elimination you would think. round. You I, would think. I, I think I would know. Yes, yes. I, I just... I don't see them not making it. I just don't. Right. Um, you know, Brazil is going to be there. Uh, so we'll just leave it at that. Um, I am having technical issues, my friend. Uh-oh. What's happening? I can still I see you. At I least know. you haven't disappeared on us the way it happened okay. on uh, uh, that, uh, yeah, the, yeah. the previous yeah. platform. Uh, I, I apologize. Those people who are who are listening listening in, I'm like, uh, 
Evan's still here. I'm, 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 I can, I'm still I here. I can see I'm him here. right now. I'm still here. I'm still here. Okay, okay, we're back. We're back. We're back. And we're back. That was crazy. Um, but like I was saying, Brazil, yes, absolutely, number one. Uh, they're going to make it. So it comes between Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Mm. And I just, I, 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 my, my gut, my, my, my gut says Switzerland. My gut says Switzerland. Um, they're, they're, they're a kind of a classic team. You know, the Swiss, sometimes they make it, sometimes they don't. But they've been there. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's totally different whenever you have a team that has been there and has been able to compete in the second round. Mm-hmm. Serbia, I just, I just don't – I don't see them having the firepower. I don't yeah. see them um, having the opportunities, yeah. um, you know, to create. Uh, they had a nice win against Sweden, um, y- you know, but – I, I just don't see them doing doing everything they have to. If right. they get now now, if they can call back, I think it was in November of twenty one, if they can go back and play like they played against Portugal, mm-hmm. um yeah. they've got a shot. They have a shot. My heart, Aaron, my heart wants to see I think they would be they would be the first African team to um, not make it to the um, elimination rounds uh, because that's been done before. But to I'd like to see Cameroon be that that Cinderella story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That that yeah. story where people are like, "Oh my God, we didn't see them. We did. We didn't even think they would do anything." Yeah. Um, but I would love to see them. Think about this. Let's just go through this real quick. If they okay, so they, Cameroon plays Switzerland first match. If they can draw with Switzerland, that would be huge. That would be absolutely huge. Then they play Serbia. If they can win against Serbia, okay, mm-hmm. then they have to play Brazil. And if you know, we if they can channel the you know the 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 cool runnings Jamaican vibe. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, kind of, and once again, I'm going way out with this. I would love to see Cameroon. What kind? What? What a great story that would be. I mean, you know, Cameroon just, just doing their thing and coming out and performing and doing what they can do. And I, I just, I would love to see them be able to do something like that. Um, but my gut is telling me that it's going to be Brazil and Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go on record and say. All right, we're going to lock you in Brazil and Switzerland. Brazil and Switzerland, but my 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 heart is really sad with me right now. It is yeah. it is yeah, it's very sad. So, my friend, what do you have? Um I well, the only team that is considered more of a, a betting lock to win their group uh than Brazil is England. So, pretty confident uh they've played really well they were undefeated in qualifying um really looking strong so ultimately for me it's going to come down to to excuse me matchups and i think switzerland is probably a better team overall Mm -hmm. against other teams than serbia Mm -hmm. 
But if Serbia can figure out a way to beat Switzerland, I think that will be the deciding factor. Cameroon's really, really struggled. They didn't qualify last time around and didn't get a point in the previous two World Cups. I know. And it's all about momentum, you know? Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. we keep going back to this, and they just, yeah, they qualified. They had some decent results, but they kind of got, I'd say, the luck of the draw a little bit. Um, mm. Mm. And, you know, they. they Ended up getting through uh, after. You call playing Brazil lucky? Holy sh! <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I mean to get to yeah, the yeah. world. No, Cup. I, I got you. Um, I got you. You know, yeah, they, yeah. they they needed they needed extra time. Um, you know, an away goals rule kind of thing. I mean, yeah. they're not exactly brushing aside their own competition in, in yeah. their own region. Never mind what they're going to run into here. Right, they, they might get a result against a Switzerland, or they might get a result against a Serbia. I think they're going to struggle badly against Brazil because Bra- yeah. they're just not going to see the ball. Yeah. Um, the big question mark for me is, for Switzerland is they've relied so much on Granit Xhaka and Jordan um, mm. uh, Shakiri, and those guys are getting older, and Shakiri's I think, I think Shakiri's in the MLS now. Um, are they getting the level of competition that they need to do that? And, you know, he's he's been a game winner for him. He's done some great things. I actually really, really like Jordan Shakiri. I, I really always liked him, uh, like his style. Um, I'm a sucker for the left foot. And he just he, – he's one of those dudes that just kind of plays with joy, and I like that. I uh-huh. just – I don't know. The thing is, are they going to have the legs for the tournament? And Serbia's big problem, you hit it on the head, it's all about firepower. They're going to rely a lot on Mitrovic to score goals. Yes. And, and he's he can be a big gamer. Can you be a big gamer for all three straight to get him through to the next round? Right. I just don't think so. So I'm, I'm largely with you. I think it's going to be Brazil for sure, so I'm going to lock that one in. Yep. You can't see it, but I just did. I typed it into okay. my Excel spreadsheet, everybody. Excel, ladies no and gentlemen. No way, no way we can change that ever. Hey, um, Mr. Gates, if you'd like to sponsor the show, I'm just saying. Right. Well, pardon me while I uh, restart my computer. Um, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm really struggling with this one because I do believe it comes down to the game between Serbia and Switzerland, and I'm inclined to say that Serbia beats Switzerland. Oh. I think Switzerland. I think Switzerland is. Okay. Okay. I think they're the better team. I think if you ask me, you know, put them up against five other teams, yeah, who's going to do better? I would probably lean Switzerland, but I think it's a matchup problem. I think Serbia is going to get try to get physical with them. Um, oh, and good point. You know, good point. If, if you can, you know, bully the guys who want to be on the ball to not want the ball so much. Yeah, might be able to get you know, might squeeze out a one zero kind of game, and then you know. Mm-hmm. Serbia will probably beat Cameroon, uh, or it'll be a draw. Um, and then, mm. you know, it, it's going to be results elsewhere. How bad does Brazil beat each team? You know, is it? Yeah. Did, yeah. Do if, you know, if they go off, you know, run up the score, score four goals on somebody, all of a sudden you're, you've, you've dug a hole. So no yeah. matter how good you do in those other games, you're still, you know, your goal differential is negative. So I could really see this coming down to, you know, the finest of margins of points and stuff. So you know what? I'm yep. I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna say Serbia. Serbia okay. goes through. Okay. I, I I think it. I think it's it's their time mm, to get man. to get to get beat in the first knockout round game. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey. No, <laughs> that's let's great. Let's see. Let's see if I'm looking at it correctly. So it's A B C D E F G H. So uh, Serbia 
will most likely finish in second. And they will play the winner of Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, South Korea. And I don't believe they can be any of those teams. And in fact, I think next time we gather, we're going to be talking about the real group of death of Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, well, South Korea. Because yeah, they yes. may not, none of those may be favorites to win the tournament, but they oh are going to beat each other up. Yes. So that was the question from uh, one of our listeners. Is this the group of death? At least from the standpoint, there's no clear number two. Any in any of the other any of the other the three others could take it. So you're mm -hmm. saying, yeah, I, I'm not sure that this is the group of death, Aaron. I, I don't think it is. I think this is a a group of. I, I'm going to say it. Other, I know I'm going to lump Brazil in there because Brazil has been mm, kind of like this. Maybe the group of mediocrity. Yeah, I I I put it more that way. I mean, it depends on on your criteria for the group of death kind of thing. I I, I get what you're saying there, Troy, because it, it really kind of is open. Yeah. I think I think where I would draw the line is that Brazil are a clear favorite in this group, yeah. whereas I look at you know, um, uh, Spain, and New Zealand or Costa Rica, Germany, Japan. If it's Costa Rica, I could legit see anybody winning that group. It's probably still going to be Spain and, and Germany as your favorites, even though I did choose Japan. Um, you, you still have to look at them and, and how strong they are. Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, South Korea. I mean, how are those teams in four different pots? Uh, I, I look yeah. at all four of those teams as being not quite first tier, but could cause you problems. They've all gone mm -hmm. deep into into tournaments in recent years. Yeah. They've all taken some serious scalps. They've all looked good doing it. I it the problem is I don't see any of them with the real ability to win the World Cup. So I would hesitate and we'll get into that the next time we meet to really go through Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, South Korea. Whereas yeah. I could see a team coming out of the Spain New Zealand, Costa Rica, Germany, Japan group. I could, I could see them going on a long run. Even Japan, I could see Japan if they get I'm the luck of the draw. You, they run into I'm the right you. type of teams. I'm they could go you. deep. So, yep. you know, yep. it's it's all about your momentum. It's all about your matchups. Again, I go back to what we were talking about: Serbia, Switzerland. I'm picking mm -hmm. Serbia because I think they're going to win a pivotal game. I think okay. Switzerland's a better team, but there we are, folks. So, Brazil, Serbia, Brazil, Switzerland. Check back in November. We'll see who's right. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, um, thank you so much for that part, my friend. That was awesome. Um, but allow me to introduce us to the next phase, which is the Hey Aaron phase. Here allow me go. to reintroduce Hey Aaron. Not monetizing this one. <laughs> not monetizing this one. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Also, big shout out to the local. Big shout out to the locals. Yes, 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 yes. So, ladies oh, and gentlemen, the here's official the mascot of the oh, no. show. Oh no! Here we go. You wanna say something, baby? Oh, hey, Coda. Hi, puppy. Hey. Now go. Now go. Now go. He's got a show to do. Got a show to do. No. Um, no. So now we are going to talk about during the Hey Aaron segment. We're going to be talking about some um, transfers and some uh, yes. purchases and all that good stuff that our respective clubs have done, and we are going to talk about um, the ladies. Before we mention the ladies, I do want the to ladies, say... The ladies, the ladies. Yes, yes. I do want to say Ra Raheem Sterling, welcome to Chelsea. 
Christian by Pulisic. Chris, by Christian. Yeah, Christian Pulisic. You know what, man? Good luck, brother. I love you. Love you. But uh, that happened. Yeah, that happened there. Um, well, I, just real quick, I won't go deep on it. Yeah, no, no, no. Go ahead. I, th- I think it makes sense for all parties involved. Uh, Raheem Sterling, uh, you know, not never really been one of Pep's favorites. So he, he was, yeah. you know, we, you could see it leaving. He's proven with what he can do. He's a good buy for you guys. He's mm-hmm. better than Christian. Could Christian get to that level? Possibly, yeah. but I think Christian's um, physical kind of hindrances. Then you know it, it's a physical league, yeah. and he's not yeah. quite got the durability. So yeah. if he can be the the make weight for Delict, it's mm-hmm. good for everybody. He gets to go to you know a top level team still. Yeah. Um, yeah, he'll play. The league will suit him much much better. He'll find more space, I- more time on the ball. It's just not quite yeah. as physical. And you'll be able to replace Rudiger with potentially a guy who ends up being better than him. And he's certainly young and can be developed in the mold that yes. you really want him to be. And I think Tuchel yep. will enjoy both of those factors. So I think it really does benefit everybody. I do but too. the second I saw that, I thought, mm, yeah, that's probably the end of Christian Pulisic's time at, yeah. at, um, at yeah. Chelsea. And as a you know, as a Chelsea fan, that's got to bum you out. As a United States fan, I think it's better for Christian. So yes, no, no, no. As a Chelsea fan, I will say this: I will say, you know, it, it's tough being a Chelsea fan and a you know USA, obviously, you know USA fan. Yeah. Um, because I'm like for for Christian, I think he's going to get a lot more playing time in a somewhat less physical league. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, for as a Chelsea fan, I'm like, dang, we're yeah. giving away no, Captain no, America. I, you know, we're giving away Captain America, and it's like, dang it, he, you know, but absolutely. But I yeah. can see, I can see, you know, what 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 Todd's trying to do. But anyway, let's let's focus on the ladies here uh, today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Katarina Svitkova joined the women's uh, team for Chelsea, um, mm-hmm. the Super League champs. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm very excited about that. Um, but at the same time, at the same time, um, I'm trying to, oh man, this is what happens whenever, <laughs> when, when, whenever you, you, you plan for the best, but the worst always comes out. I'm just, I'm like, dang it. Where did my stuff go? Um, but at the same time, Manchester United had a great signing uh, mm-hmm. from the same team. Uh, both of these young ladies came from West Ham, um, had a great signing of Adriana Leon, mm-hmm. um, who I think uh, will will help Man U's women's squad incredibly well. Aaron, what I want to ask you tonight for the Hey Aaron segment is I want to ask you, it, when will we get there? Are we there yet as a society? to give these female athletes the due credit that they are deserved. I mean, these two young ladies um, mm-hmm. have have played phenomenal this past year, um, helped West Ham to uh, play well and uh, to compete. And now they are looking to go on to – and I'm not saying that West Ham is not a big squad because Premier League, but they're going on to more storied franchises, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um their talents are going to be on display. This is just a small section of the women's um, game 
that is taking hold around the world right now. Where where do you see us in five to ten years uh, as far as soccer is concerned, as far as uh, women's influence in the sport? And do you think we're at a place that in America we can give – and this is almost a loaded question, and I'm giving you a softball pitch here, given what you know, legislation has gone through. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think we are in America in a place to where we can give um, women their just dues whenever it comes to sports and athletics, um, specifically soccer? We're at an interesting point in time because it is the level of – exposure um, that the women's game of soccer specifically is getting. Uh, But I'd say women's sports in general, WNBA is on all the time now. Um, They're on the cover of uh, NBA 2K. Um, Mm -hmm. They're Alex Morgan is a household name. Megan Rapinoe is a household name. And for more than just being a soccer player at this point. Um, So, from a you know compensation and notoriety yeah i i i think we i think we've entered a new time coda is determined to be on this broadcast one way or another <laughs> well um, i mean you know she because clearly, she clearly there are people female, walking you know, by that should not be allowed to be walking there you go. by there you go and, you she's know, like you know just, I'm, I'm for the ladies i'm for the ladies you know, it's it's weird to to juxtapose, you know, these times um, to you know to think that it's 2022 and we're we're talking about um, you know watching you know the, the women's Euro on cable TV here, you know, mm-hmm. easily easily accessible. The you know, Concacaf Women's, the the African Cup of Nations Women's, WNBA, all of that. Um, and yet, you know, our own country has been set back at least, you know, 60 some years uh, by some ridiculous decision. So I can't, I can't imagine the absurdity of the times that we are currently living in has never been lost on me. And, and it's, it, you know, we've been talking about this in some form or another since you and I began doing this, you know, a, a few years ago yeah. in, in a different format. Um, and if, but if you'd have told me that this was coming, I would have simultaneously been very, very saddened by it, but not altogether shocked because of kind of where we are culturally. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the one hand, I think it says great things about where we are uh, amongst a certain group of people. Um, unfortunately, the level of respect that should come with it uh, and the level of um, support cooperation you know i i Brittany griner may have broken the law but if lebron james had been silly enough to bring cbd or or hash oil through an airport in russia he'd be home now oh yeah and uh i think it speaks volumes to what we place value on and um this country has consistently come up short uh in a lot of measurements um you know certainly for people of color certainly for women and certainly for women of color. Um, so, you know, 
it, it'd be really, really hard to to pin this on a on a on a graph somewhere. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you be like, hey, seventy six thousand people showed up to watch women play a football match at Old Trafford, but they don't have bodily autonomy in the United yeah. States. Yeah. I, it, it's 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 really strange to me, Evan. And sorry for those who don't like their sports to get political, but I believe they've always been intertwined, yes. and you have to look at it through these lenses. Yeah. Um, it's it's weird. I, I think, I, you know, the simple answer to your question is it's great. It's absolutely great that they are getting this level of exposure. Mm -hmm. And what it really means is this next generation of little girls gets to grow up believing, you know, getting to look at somebody who looks just like them. Yeah. And they can they can say, I can do that. I can I can be this person. And that's phenomenal. And hopefully enough of them you know, get into positions of authority and drag the rest of us into the fucking 21st century. Man, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Aaron. Thank you, man. That was, yeah, that was sobering. It was amazing. Um, I appreciate you for that. Yeah, exactly. So ladies and gentlemen, we have actually reached the end of our show, um, which gives another opportunity to my friend Aaron to kind of send us out with some, uh, uh, some good contemplative vibes, depending on his his mood. Uh, so I just want to say, hey, you know what? Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for tuning in. Um, if you have any input, if we made any more mistakes that we don't know of tonight, <laughs> well, I was, feel, yeah, feel, I never worked in. I never worked in the joke that I think Cameroon is the dark horse of the tournament because they can bring in Mosala off the bench. <laughs> so. So and with Justin, that, and that's a joke, and yeah, you should a, watch the beginning of the show. Yes, yes, yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, with that, I turn it over to mm -hmm. my my dear friend Aaron for Aaron's final thoughts. Um, Aaron, what you got for us tonight, my friend? Um, you know what I got is a, is a little bit of a throwback to where you know we were with the old show, and and, and that is, uh, you know, we just celebrated the Fourth of July, and it's supposed to be a time of of remembrance and. Um, you know, celebration of those who, uh, you know, came before us and allow us to say and do things like having this show that, you know, in some places, you know, wouldn't really be allowed. Um, you know, we make a lot of comments here that, uh, you know, I, I bet, you know, Putin and, and Duterte and, and people like that probably wouldn't allow to go on even as trivial and silly as, as we are, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. We don't have 10 million listeners, and we're not swaying popular opinion just yet. We'll get right. there. but There you go. Um, you know, it, it is something to remember, but it's weird to, um, you know, offset that with some of, some of the things that have happened recently, Supreme Court decisions. Um, you know, at a time where people were supposed to be celebrating, we had mass shootings over the weekend. We had a horrific one not that far from us in Highland Park in Chicago. Yeah. And for those people who casually dismiss it and go, oh, well, that's Chicago, you don't have a fucking clue what Highland Park is. Highland Park yeah. is like Carmel. Carmel. It, it, is, yep. it is a well-to-do neighborhood. This, this wasn't what you would call thugs shooting each other up. This was another, you guessed it, pissed-off white guy with access to an AR-15 who went on a goddamn rampage. And there's a two-year-old child who lost both parents in a matter of seconds. And it's really, really hard. I love this country. And to paraphrase 
James Baldwin, I love this country so much that it's my obligation to point out when it's not doing things right. And mm -hmm. damn it, people, we're not doing things right. There are yep. good things. We can point to a lot of, of, of positives and, and we shine a lot on those. But damn, until we take care of the worst of us, that's all we are. And yep. I hope that anybody who, who listens and hears this and agrees with this point of view turns around and, 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 and says the same thing to five other people because this, this isn't a message of hate. I'm not hating on anybody. I'm saying we have to come together and heal the wounds, heal the people that are hurting for whatever reason. I, I, I could sit here and talk for hours about what a ridiculous ideology this person must have had and why they yeah. feel this way. Yeah. But if they'd have felt love in this world, I somehow doubt they would have resorted to this level of violence. And it happened all across the country. Mm -hmm. with multiple mass shootings on America's Independence Day. And if does anything smack of America more than the concept of that? Mm. And mm. man, it is long past time for us to stand up and say, we are better than this because yeah. we believe we can be. This is a great experiment and it is on all of us to help make it come out the way we would like it to. And that doesn't mean demonizing everybody with an opposing viewpoint. I can do That's that right. too. That's I've right. got re I'm really, really good at some of that shit. But you yeah. know what? It's when I find common ground. It's when we are able to talk about why we love Manchester United or hate Leeds. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? It, yeah. it. It's connections. It's human connections. And people with human connections, they don't they don't go out and do these things like that. Certainly not on the level and the, the regularity that we have in this country. So right. I will leave you with this. If you can hear my voice, I love you. And we need a whole lot more of that in the world. So I appreciate you yet again, tuning in, um, catch us on all the platforms. Please like subscribe, please interact with us on Facebook, yep. Twitter, Instagram, Riverside, Spotify, wherever you catch us. If you see us out on the street, say Hey to us. Uh, we're going to try to get some merch going, I think. I think that'd hey, be fun. Hey. Yeah, I think um, so. I think and, so. Uh, you know, we're uh, definitely going to be f more frequent at uh, Chatham and doing some shows and hoping you join <laughs> us there as well. And, um, yeah, folks, I appreciate it. I will now step down off this high horse and um, <laughs> Hit enjoy that the rest, theme song, brother. rest of my night. So, oh, it's crickets. <laughs> oh, it's crickets. crickets. Not the crickets. Not the crickets. Oh, no. See what Not the crickets. What a happy Not world. the bees. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, oh, we love each and every one of you. Listen, yeah. hashtag black people vote. Hashtag Aaron. Say again. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Evan and Aaron Show presents the Red and the Blue Soccer Chat. Holla at you, boys.